Hello, and welcome to the Dairy Defined podcast. Dairy is celebrating this week and not just post-4th of July. The U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement took effect July 1st with hard-won advances for dairy, but some warning signs that make strong enforcement of the deal a must. Trade has also been a crucial part of dairy's price recovery. With coronavirus-related closings disrupting supply chains, overseas sales have helped maintain demand. Here to discuss these and other matters is Shauna Morris. She's the Vice President for Trade for the National Milk Producers Federation and the U.S. Dairy Export Council. Thank you for joining us, Shauna. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about USMCA. What's exciting about this deal going into effect and and what isn't so exciting? I'd say first and foremost is that it's finally here. Uh, We've worked so much, uh, first with the administration, then with Congress over the last few years to bring this about. The fact that it's finally online is exciting in and of itself. The other exciting pieces are really the upgrades that USMCA makes over NAFTA for dairy. Uh, The biggest parts of that are with Canada, where we have new market access under the agreement and some significant dairy pricing reforms that USMCA mandates of Canada. Beyond that, uh, upgrades to some of the safeguards that we have for the use of common cheese names in Mexico was another big win for us. On the flip side of it, you know, what has us more worried, what's less exciting is the fact that our work's not done. Uh, where this is not a victory party and on to the next thing. Uh, we have a lot of work cut out for us in enforcing those provisions that the U.S. negotiated, especially with the Canadians. Uh, we're already seeing problems with how they're administering the market access they pledged to grant during that agreement. Tell us a little bit about the acronym TRQ and and why it's so significant in this situation. TRQ is a tariff rate quota, uh, and that's a mechanism to let in a certain volume of product, let's say 100 metric tons of cheese, for instance, at a low to no tariff rate. Above that limit, then these high tariffs apply and you can't really ship viably. But within that, that's where our market access opportunities lie. And that's the way that USMCA expands dairy access to the Canadian market. Why is this a big buzzword lately? Is because Canada last month issued rules for how it will divvy out the right to use those tariff rate quotas to Canadian companies, granting the vast majority of them to other Canadian processors that frankly don't have a very strong incentive to be importing from the U.S. and particularly not higher value products. What makes this such a concerning move? The fundamental concern here is that we will not be able to make full use of the market access terms that the U.S. fought so hard to secure from Canada under USMCA, that we won't be able to ship as much product as we hope to, and or that we'll be able to only ship lower value products as a result of these Canadian moves. Switching the focus to Mexico, tell us a little bit more about the gains for Mexico in this agreement. The most important piece on the Mexico side of this was really ensuring that we did not backslide. Mexico is far and away our largest market, roughly a quarter of our exports. Our number one goal in USMCA as it related to Mexico was simply ensuring that we maintained the zero tariff trade that's made this relationship so successful on dairy with Mexico. And we did that. Uh, Above and beyond that, some of the other upgrades to our trade relationship with Mexico were in commitments the U.S. secured to not restrict the use of generic cheese names uh, for terms like mozzarella, cheddar, provolone, and other widely used products. So the world's going to be watching these enforcement actions pretty closely. 
the enforcement efforts that we are focused on to make sure we get the full benefit of the bargain out of USMCA are absolutely critical to the signals that we want to send to other countries. Uh, the message being that it's not just what you say you're going to do on paper, but that the U.S. is going to hold you to that and ensure that you actually deliver in practice. So making sure that we actually get uh, out of Canada and for that matter from Mexico too what we negotiated for in the agreement is important to the types of results and outcomes that we see from other trading partners moving forward. Now that USMCA is, is in effect, you have resources to go elsewhere. Uh, pivoting to, you know, kind of beyond the USMCA landscape, though, how do we think this can help us elsewhere? I think that particularly on the safeguards that the agreement puts in place for a number of common cheese names, as well as upgrades to food safety related trade requirements, so-called sanitary and phytosanitary regulations. Those are the types of advances that we think would be great to help fold in and continue to improve on in other FTAs, uh, namely the ones the U.S. is in the process of negotiating right now with the United Kingdom and will be shortly kicking off with Kenya, too. Could you tell us a little bit about how U.S. dairy exports have been doing in the time of coronavirus and what are some things we've seen? I'd say fortunately to date, although knock wood, uh, dairy exports have been holding up pretty well. Uh, for April, for instance, the last month, as of today at least, that we have uh, full trade data for, the total dairy products that we were exporting were actually a little bit above the prior months this year and a little bit above what we exported in 2019 even. We hope that trend keeps up. Uh, that's not to say that the global markets aren't without uh, hiccups and challenge areas too. Certainly food service continues to be a, an issue, particularly for cheese exports and especially in Mexico. But there's a lot of bright areas uh, and particularly for what we've been shipping to Southeast Asia. Uh, looking ahead to the second half of the year, what sort of progress could we be seeing? Certainly, we hope that those export figures continue to climb in the right direction as other markets work to recover from the COVID-related impacts as well and get back to at least a new semblance of normal in marketplaces. On the trade policy front, uh, the types of progress that we hope we're seeing in the latter half of the year are uh, compliance uh, from our USMCA trading partners, uh, strong advancements in the ongoing US-UK and US-Kenya negotiations. And another factor on our radar screen is going to be China purchases. Uh, US, uh, the US-China phase one agreement has been implemented for several months at this point, but we haven't really seen a huge uptick from them on dairy buying. That's something that's on our radar screen and that we'll be focused on helping to to push a focus on throughout the rest of the year. We've been speaking with Shauna Morris. She's the Vice President for Trade for the National Milk Producers Federation and the U.S. Dairy Export Council. For more about NMPF's work on trade, visit our trade page under our Policy Priorities heading at nmpf.org. And Dairy Defined is back. Look for it along with other original NMPF content on our new Sharing Our Story page on nmpf.org. You can subscribe to this podcast, that's the Dairy Defined podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. We'll talk again soon.